Hello, Queendom. Welcome to episode 73 of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm your co-host, Charity. Tonight, we have a fun night. The boys are back. Last week, women dominated the podcast. This week, we have a male-heavy podcast of reviews coming for you. First up in Hypen, the littlest brothers of BTS, the Young Guns, a big hit. They have their first full album release. We're going to give you our thoughts on that, break it down. Then we have a Japanese single from our faves, Stray Kids. Listeners of the podcast know how passionate we are about Stray Kids, so we're excited to talk about this. We have an album repackage from Golden Child. I'm dying to hear your opinion on this one, Charity, because we had mixed reviews uh, when they released the album. So I'm really excited to talk about Dara. Plus, Dong Hae from Super Junior released a single today featuring Gino from NCT. There's also a B-side to that with Maihan from Idols. So you know we're going to review that for you. We've got lots of K-pop news, some fun stuff coming up this weekend, and of course, our song of the week. Charity, how are you doing tonight? Um, you know, I'm still <laughs> getting over the BTS drama, so that was fun last week. Nice little roller coaster of emotions. I think we'll just get, yeah, we need to get to it right now. If you listened to our podcast last week, it was full of excitement, hope, joy, and wonder because we had um, a code for the BTS concert in LA. We had great seats for the Map of the Soul Tour. We got an email with a code. So we were very excited and nervous to get tickets last week. Many of you have been asking online if we did get tickets. Uh, <laughs> I think we should just get to it now. Then we'll move on to everything else. So Charity and I had the worst experience ever. Ever. We're not going. <laughs> we did not get tickets. We followed the rules. We did everything we were supposed to do. We waited for two and a half hours. And when it was finally our turn, just got error codes. No tickets. Uh, we were rejected from the fan club presale with that lovely email that a lot of you got saying we can't verify your fan club membership. Complete BS. We've both been members for a long time. Uh, unfortunately, Big Hit decided to open that up to anyone <laughs> when they announced the tour. So a lot of people spent $22 to be fan club members and they got in and we didn't. We were waitlisted for the verified fan presale and did not get in. So Saturday, we were ready to go. General sale. We've got to fight for these seats. And guess what? They were sold out. General sale didn't happen. So And they announced it. Like an hour before it was supposed to yeah. happen. Ticketmaster. So they knew the night before it wasn't going to happen. Yep. Yeah, let's just wait. I have to say, Ticketmaster can bite me. I'm sorry. Like, it was you know the what, worst though? run thing ever. It was the worst. But I think we need to be really careful, though, because everyone's saying it's Ticketmaster. This is not Ticketmaster. Not entirely Ticketmaster's fault. There's three parties at fault for what happened here. Ticketmaster, SoFi Stadium... And big hit in high B. Yeah. I want to make it very yeah. clear to everybody. The pre-sale structure was the worst I've ever seen and been a part of for any concert tickets. That's big hit in high B. Ticketmaster didn't come up with that. They have no say in that. They agree to it when they sign their contract, but they didn't say, let's do five days of pre-sales and here's how the tickets will be distributed. That was all big hit in high B. So people like Charity and I, who got completely screwed over, no seat options, 
the map of the sold ticket holders were, I think, the worst off. The second day, if you didn't have VIP, they cut our waiting room time in half, all this weird stuff, and then they didn't open up the tickets. Whereas the fan club the next day, all these new fans were getting gold sound check. Why were those not available to map of the sole ticket holders, but they were available to someone who just bought the fan club membership for $22? And it said when we logged in that soundcheck oh, and, and soundcheck the, were sold out. Were sold out. But yet the next day... They were open. They were open. That's all really big hit and high. That's big hit and high beat. But the error codes and the lack of oh, waiting yeah. room oh, yeah. and the experience was Ticketmaster. Oh, for sure. For sure. But I just want to make it clear. Everyone keeps blaming Ticketmaster for all of this. It was Big Hit and Hybe who determined the pre-sale order, what tickets would be released on what days. That was all them. And I think it's ludicrous to then not have any seats available for general sale. I also want to touch on why I blame SoFi Stadium for this. SoFi Stadium has a deal with their season ticket holders for both football teams that they get first access to any event Guess what, ladies and gents? That means that those people had first dibs to the BTS tickets. And there's Facebook groups of these season ticket holders saying, buy it, you'll be able to sell them for tons. And guess what they all did? They all bought tickets. And those tickets are up for 25 grand on StubHub, right? I saw one for 36. I'm sorry, but that should be illegal. That should be illegal. Like... You should only be able to resale up to a percentage. That's yeah. not right. And it's just, this was such a total failure on all three parts, SoFi, Ticketmaster, and Big Hit, that I really hope when BTS goes on tour again, they get rid of this structure. Yeah. I also felt like it was kind of an FU to the older loyal fans you know, we all got screwed over. That Map of the Soul, so many people I know didn't yeah. get tickets and went through our experience. Well, new fans are all excited and they've got floor seats. I don't think that's just a coincidence. I totally agree. I think they want to give new fans the experience. They want to hook these people. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good luck. Good luck. Because they know that old fans are going to be there because they were there before the hype. And they take us for granted. Yeah. And, yeah. you know. We'll see where everything is in the five to 10 years from now. Really frustrating. I've never had such a horrendous experience. No, no, no. And we've, you know, we talked about in the podcast before, for those of you that don't know us, we meant working in the music industry. We're older fans and we've been around this, (laughs) this stuff for a long, long time. This was the worst, worst I've ever seen as far as pre-sale structure, uh, technical issues, and just... It was really, really bad. So I can say I'm happy for fans that got tickets. That's exciting. But it's hard to see people who started standing BTS during Permission to Dance, getting floor seats, and people like us who live and breathe this, obviously. (laughs) Uh, We aren't going. And and it's my birthday week. So it feels especially painful. I was very, very excited to travel to LA for my birthday week. And you know, plans were ruined, but it's fine. I'm still going to have a great birthday. I might end up going to LA anyway and go to Head in the Clouds. So if anyone listening is planning to attend that festival from 88 Rising, that could be my plan B, thinking about (laughs) it. But yeah, it's just, it left a bad taste in my mouth, that whole experience. Yeah, it's really sad. I'm still very salty about it. Yeah, me too. I'm trying not to be, but it's a, 
It's an open wound. And I know we can see the tour. We can watch it online. I guess that's in a couple of weeks here. Yeah. So yeah, that's fine. And when they go on tour again, hopefully we'll have a different set of circumstances when it comes to getting tickets. But I do feel like loyal fans were kind of given the middle finger with this sale structure and um, kind of told we don't need you anymore. So yeah, I don't know many people who actually got tickets that had them before. The people I know who got tickets that had them before were first day. The VIP soundcheck people all got tickets. People like us, Map of the Soul, the only people that I know that got tickets for the second day got in the 500s or 400s. After two and a half hours of trying, they got nosebleeds. It's really unfair if you had (laughs) floor seats and the only tickets you can buy are in the 500s, but someone who just started liking BTS was able to get, you know, soundcheck gold. Hi, B, big hit. You've got to do better by your fans. This, is yeah. re- this isn't this is a good look. And I know tons of fans will stay around and love BTS no matter what. A lot of fans won't. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. A lot of people won't. You can't do stuff like this continuously and expect people to mm-hmm. stick around when you have competition like you do in the K-pop sphere. So yeah. let's hope that they do better next time. Not the best experience, but we're still here. (laughs) We're still standing. There's a lot of awesome concerts and experiences to look forward to and some great music to talk about. So wanted to give you an update on our trauma from last week. (laughs) Oh my God. Thank God we recorded last week's podcast before we tried to get tickets. Oh gosh, right? Because that (laughs) podcast, if we recorded after, there would have been just tears and yelling and ranting and... We've, you know, now we've had like a week to calm down and we're still pretty fired up, clearly. So, yeah. That was smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Um, (laughs) Anyways, let's do the intro of the show. If this is your first time listening, welcome. We record this podcast every week. We do new music reviews in the K-pop world. We're definitely not solo stands. Uh, We're Maltese, multi, multi, multi. (laughs) We we love K-pop and we want to talk about all these different groups, new groups, older groups, new music, news. We break down reality shows. There's a lot of fun stuff in the podcast every week. So thank you for joining us to our loyal queendom. Thank you for coming back. We love you guys. We're so happy to have you. Thank you for listening every week. Speaking of queendom, let's get into these poll results, Charity. Okay, so every week we talk about stuff and we have disagreements sometimes and we have strong thoughts sometimes and wonder if we're the only ones, what everyone out there listening thinks. We love to get your opinion and your feedback. So if you're not following us and you'd like to participate, NYC K-pop Queens on Twitter and Instagram, we post the polls on Twitter. So last week we reviewed Twice and Espa and we had a really fun conversation about Twice seem to be kind of the good girls. You know, they're like the pretty popular straight A student type of girl. And Espa came with a really hard, aggressive, wearing all black, I'll make you cry type of vibe with their new release. They're the bad girls. So Charity and I kind of decided Charity would be in Twice and I would definitely be in Espa. (laughs) And we went to... Took it to the streets, asked you guys on Twitter, uh, you know, good girl or bad girl, which group would you be in? This vote was extremely close. So thank you, everyone, for voting. It shows the um, why the Queendom is the best listening community in all of podcasts. We have such a diverse crew out there listening in the world. 52% of you are twice, 48% ESPA. Okay. 
Yeah, so we had a good turnout on both sides. Twice won by a hair, but the queendom represents good and bad girls. So that's good to know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We also, I kind of ribbed at Charity a little bit when we were talking about ballads. Like, I love ballads that make me feel something, and usually that tends to be on the sad, depressing side. Charity kind of likes just the music and the happy, in love type of stuff. So we were curious which side of the coin you all fall on. 68% are with you, Charity. They like the happy, lovey ballads. (laughs) 31% are on the dark side with me. So (laughs) the dark side is losing this week, but I'm happy that there's anyone that's like, no, I like depressing ballads too. So... (laughs) Thank you. Thank you all so much for voting. And our last poll question, if you were trying for BTS tickets, did you get them? Only 19% of you got tickets. 81% are with us, Charity, and did not get seats for the tour. So That doesn't tell you something. Well, it tells us that the Queendom got screwed over. Yeah. (laughs) The most important people. Good company. The most important (laughs) people in K-pop aren't going to these four shows. So, hmm. Well, have fun. (laughs) Uh, No, just kidding. Congratulations to everyone that got tickets. It's going to be the most ridiculously amazing experience of your life. And solidarity with all of you that didn't. You're not alone. We're with you. And uh, good vibes going into 2022 that we all get to see BTS. Okay. Speaking of the Queendom, we see where you're listening from every week. We're always in awe of how this little podcast that talks about K-pop reaches so many people around the world. And we're just very grateful. So we want to give a shout out to our queendom in Royal Oak, Michigan, Minneapolis, Minnesota. We see, we see you all listening all the time. So shout out to the queendom from Minneapolis, North Hollywood, California. We both know that area. Well, a shout out there one time. Exactly. (laughs) Shout out to your old hood, North Hollywood, California. We see you Miami, Florida. Thank you for listening. Tempe, Arizona. Huge shout out to our international queendom in Iceland, Honduras, Japan, Cambodia. We see you. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in every week. Please slide into those DMs, NYC K-pop queens. Say hi. Let us know where you're listening from. We're here to build a community. We're here to make friends. And one of these days, we're going to meet you all in person before and after these K-pop concerts. So look forward to that. We're trying. (laughs) We're trying. It might not be a BTS concert, but we've got some other exciting ones on the way. All right, Charity, let's get into it. Let's get into the music. Okay. The boys have been hyping. It feels like they've been around forever. We've reviewed them now. I think this is our third review. We've been with them since debut. This is technically the first full album. It's called Dimension Dilemma. The first single is called Tamed Dashed. They love to have these um, two word. Yeah, like compound. (laughs) It's always, always. The name of the (laughs) album and the name of the single is always that. So... There's a theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm here for it. So let's talk about the song Tame Dashed. And then I want to get into this video. What do you think of the song? No, I loved it. I thought it was super catchy. I really like how the guitar drives the track along. It makes you dance around. They've clearly entered a new dimension with the Mm -hmm. sound, which is kind of cool. And I, I love that. I love how each album has a dimension, quote unquote, yeah. And each dimension yeah. has its sound, and that's hard to do. 
Yeah. Props to them. What did you think? Good call on that. You're right. You're right. Every, every comeback from debut to the last Mm -hmm. comeback to this, they're with their storyline. They're in their storyline and then sonically they're doing it. Oh yeah, you're right. And it's so cool. Um, I loved it too. I loved it. And they don't miss. These guys don't miss. I go in with very neutral expectations and blown away. I love the song. That synth bass is so nice. The nananas in the background are so effective in the song. And then we'll get to the choreography. I want to talk about that. Yes. The only thing that I would say about the song that I didn't love, the summer part is a little unfortunate in October. Yeah. It's just like with the tease and their eternal sunshine release. These summer releases are coming way too late. So it feels a little awkward. That's my only nitpick. I just wish that that wasn't part of it because I love the song. The chorus gives me a little bit of like an 80s sound. And the more I listen to it, without the visual of the music video, the more I listen to it, it sounds like a song that would play during like a Karate Kid or Cobra Kai like training montage. (laughs) I can see that. It feels really like that. And that's a compliment. This is not just at all. Like, I love it. I just... I loved this upon first listen. I love it even more the more times I've heard it this week. I think this is a hit, 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 hit. Really, really strong single. Okay, what did you think of the music video? Oh, Mwah. chef's kiss. <laughs> chef's kiss. I, I love what I really like. You know, we have this whole storyline with them, the vampire yeah. storyline. We watch them get turned to vampires, but they still have that young energy. They still keep it. Um, age appropriate. These are young guys and you're still getting to see them in young situations. Even like the vampire party that looked like a high school party. It wasn't so adult. I loved the rugby shirts and incorporating the ball into choreography. I thought the whole thing visually was just stunning. The choreography to me is the standout. This choreography, oh my goodness, huge shout out to whoever Big Hit is doing this choreography. It's so intricate, the footwork they do when you start the chorus. I love it. I love it so much. The musicality of the choreography. Oh, my goodness. Some of my favorite choreography of the year, honestly. And I cannot wait for the dance practice video for this one. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your, in your little, you mean? Yeah, yeah. We all, we all artists over here, man. I'm trying, oh, yeah, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying, oh, yeah. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. 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 You feel me? We gonna have this like, Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit right now. I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta lie, don't play with it. Don't play with it. No. Take that shit. I love how they also incorporate like they're playing rugby while they're doing the choreography. Like some of it's yes. like very on theme for the music video. Yes. Yeah. So cool. It's just so cool and innovative. And yeah, very innovative. The big hit groups all do this. And you just heard me rail on big hit. (laughs) Trust me. Like (laughs) we're mature professionals. We can separate getting mad at big hit for handling tickets 
and still give them their flowers for putting out, in my opinion, the best content. It's it's hard to say that because I love so many other groups and labels, but there's something with the dancing that every single big hit group, BTS, T by T, and Hypen, they're so tight. They're so synchronized and they move into their formations seamlessly and they do choreography that is like quick, fast, sharp, right into an intricate groove, right into an isolation. There's so much happening and it doesn't feel chaotic or crazy. It's always just on point and perfectly timed with the music. I love their choreography. I thought the music video was interesting. We've got to talk about two, like they're navigating these different worlds, right? Yeah. So I read some theories. Yeah. One that I read said that they think that Tamed Dashed is after Give and Taken, but before Drunk Dazed. Because in the music video, you can see that they're starting to try to control their vampire powers. Like they're learning how they can be in the sun without getting burned. And then some of the music video jumps from the past. The part where they're like the brownish outfits that are a little more grainy. That could be where they're in the past. And then when they're in their summer outfits in the bright sun is like the present. Hmm. Because... Why would they show their hand goes into the light and they start to get burned when they're in those specific brown outfits, but yet they're running around in the sun at the beach, not getting burned? Here's what I read. Interesting. But I'm going to disagree with that theory because it's a continuation. So we watch them get turned. We watch them really party at that vampire party. They're enjoying it. They're drunk in this like world. Now they're in a different dimension. And it's bright and it's sunny and it's like scary and they're not sure what to do. And we can hear that in the intro song of the album with the narration, right? But what I got from the video is like, have first they're outside in the sun and then then like it's burning. But then Sungwoo is off doing something in the darkness. And then, yeah, he, he, and then he comes out like standing there and they all have umbrellas because you can't be in the sun when you're a vampire. We all know that. But then he's like, come on, guys, it's fine. And they all start playing in, the, in their olden time outfits. They're in the sun. So they realize, oh, we can be in the sun and we can go play rugby and like go to school in this fun little world for a while. Let's do that. I think, and this is really left field, but I think they all have special powers in their vampire world. And Sungwoo figured out like a formula or something that they can be in the sun. And I think that because later, like Hee-Syung does this thing where he like controls the ball from like leaving the dimension and stuff. So he has powers too. And they're showing like specific things that kind of made me think that. So I think this is present day. I think they're in another dimension and now they're like, okay, it's fun to get drunk and be vampires, but it's also fun to just play rugby and enjoy the daylight. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's enjoy some sun. <laughs> How are we going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> then they're like, Let's go to the beach. Like they're oh. living. I loved the beach scenes. I loved, I love rugby shirts anyway. I think they're so cute. The whole video visually was a snack. I thought it was beautiful. Just, mm. I loved it. But then I also thought at the end of the video, okay, it's over. That was fun. Now they can play in the sun. You know, this is great. Then what is creepy Nikki doing walking around the forest, grabbing the ball and walking away? Like, what are you doing? I didn't know what that meant either. Yeah. Right? I was like, well, that was weird. So I don't know. It creeped me out. I was like, Nikki, go hang out with your friends. Stop lurking around the forest. You're creeping me out. Please don't do that. 
right? Is that his power? Like lurking in the forest? (laughs) He's a creeper. Like it scared me. I was like, ah, what are you doing? (laughs) So the storyline continues. (laughs) But again, genius because yes. as you're watching it you're invested because you're trying yes. to figure out how this fits in with the timeline what the storyline is like genius and it gives them a chance there's the age appropriate thing here's some mm-hmm. high school guys playing rugby but the storyline's still there yeah it's it's really and musically it all goes with the storyline yes they're oh. they've leaned into the storyline and world building so strong which isn't a surprise we know the bts universe was phenomenal and so well done but yeah I love it I love the whole concept here with these guys so we both love Tame Dashed now let's talk about the album what were your favorite songs let's kind of break this down I have a few yeah (laughs) Um, because I really liked it a lot wait could I just interrupt how funny would it be if one of these weeks were like none of them I did well. I don't have any favorite songs. This album did not work for me. I don't. In the seventy-three episodes that we've done, that hasn't happened. But yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking how funny that would be. Uh, if would one be of these funny. weeks, one of us asks the other one. Okay, what were your favorite songs? Hmm. None. <laughs> Zero. It's not going to be this week, ladies and gents. No, um, no. Okay, so what were your picks? Such a great album. Um, I loved Upper Side Dreamin'. Mm-hmm. That funk vibe to it. It had such a groove just a little bit. I love the acoustic guitar and it was giving me very 90s boy band ballad, which mm-hmm. we know I love. Mm-hmm. Go Big or Go Home, such a fun yes. club song. I love the beat drop. Yes. Let's go dance to that right now. Yeah. And lastly, Attention Please. Angsty pop. I love the electric guitar. It reminded me of a T by T song a little bit because yes. T by T's got that angsty vibe to it. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I liked it. it. I thought it was a great album. I like this album a lot too. I really do. I think it's a little thin as far as number of songs because really we only got six songs. Yeah. We got six songs with an intro and outro. I love the music behind the intro and outros. And for those of you that maybe haven't listened to In Hype In before, for their intro and outros, they do a voiceover. They talk about their world with like music behind it. It's really interesting and unique. And I liked the music. There was a lot of drum and bass in this one, which I love. And I've heard a lot more drum and bass in K-pop recently. I'm so here for that. I love it. Uh, We have similar picks though. Obviously Tame Dash is on my list. I loved Upper Side Dreaming. I love that funk bass line, kind of a jazzy melody in the chorus it just has a nice groove, that song. It's a really nice feeling. I love how they hold out dream at the end of the chorus. The phrasing is nice. Just a really solid song. Go Big or Go Home. Oh my goodness. That 90s like Crystal Waters beat. <laughs> yes. The second it starts, it's just like an instant dance classic. And I loved their performance of it on the comeback show, the choreography, the swag. It's wonderful really really cool yeah just a little bit's a great song you're right it's like a 90s boy band song acoustic guitar nice vocals um i thought on that song specifically he sung stood out there's a part where he says sings like everything it's in the background it's just such an earworm like oh what was that what was that it's so nice and his voice at times connects emotionally And I think there's something interesting there because 
This is one of the only groups where I find it hard to distinguish who's singing a lot of the mm-hmm. times. K-pop groups are so great at line distribution, but like usually, you know, there's some distinction, you know, with this group and that's not, it's not even a knock. It's just, I can't tell who's singing a lot of the time. Uh, No matter how many times I've listened to them, the only voice that I can clearly identify is his, he sings. And I think it's because he has that clear falsetto and he has a little more, there's something there. Uh, There's something interesting with his voice that connects sometimes emotionally where I can't totally get there with everyone else. And that's nothing that has to do with them. That's the production. Yeah. That's the songs in the production. Uh, But I'd love to hear a little bit more emotional connection and distinction with their voices. Let's peel back some of those production layers because I want to hear the colors of all their voices more. Yeah, because they can Um, sing really well. Oh, they're great. They're super freaking, exactly. Like they're all super talented and I feel like they don't really get a chance to show off their distinct voices as much as I would like. It's very produced. So that's like, again, that's not a knock or a critique of them. Love the album, love the songs. I want to talk about Blockbuster because that one surprised the heck out of me. To have Yun Jun from yeah. T by T start that song off, I was like, oh, what are you doing here, sir? Oh my goodness. <laughs> what is this? Wow. And it's so aggressive. And it's so like this kind of hard hip hop song with a rock beat. Really cool. I thought that was it was an interesting song and I love kind of the drum and bass that comes in very intense, but Yanjun steals it for me when he's, his verses, I was like, Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's wow. Great. Their older brother came and it just was amazing. I didn't love attention please. And I think it's because of what you said, it's like a T by T song. It's a little too emo rock and emo rock is probably one of my least favorite genres in general, but I love what T by T did with their last comeback. So I can appreciate it and enjoy it, but there were so many nice vibes, different vibes on this album that I wanted to keep going instead of delving into that territory. You know, I liked the 80s, 90s stuff. I liked the house beats, (sighs) drum and bass, great. When this came in, I was like, "Eh, no, thank you. So that's the only song on the album that I'm not really into, but I think it's a strong album. I just love that every album has such a different sound. That just pleases me to no end. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. How cool. Yeah. The vision, like the artistic vision mm-hmm. from the team behind this group. It's fantastic. It yeah. really is. And again, we can't be surprised. Big Hit knocks it out of the park. But I do think it's interesting the identities that each of these boy bands have, right? Yeah. You have BTS. And this is just my personal opinion, but I think BTS, they're like a straight A student, class president, star athlete, you know, they're, they're the shining older brother. Then with T by T, they're like the moody middle child, (laughs) right? They're the moody middle child. They can go all different directions, but they're always going to be like, ugh. they're the moody middle child. And then you have the young, the youngest, the baby. Who's like, look at me, I can play rugby. I'm also a vampire. Like, (laughs) they're off, wilding out, deciding vampire parties are fun, making poor choices, but, you know, living their life and making the best of it. 
So I think it's really interesting. It's a really good analogy. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, right? Am I wrong? So I think no, that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> got older, middle, and youngest, and yeah. it's, their identities are really clear. That's very um, true. I love them all. I genuinely love all three of these groups, and um, T by T's stuff this year has been phenomenal. Yeah. But so has in Hypens. Drunk Dazed, that whole thing was amazing. So good. Fever. And now with this oh. one, I love that I love the direction they're going. I think this was a super strong comeback. They continue to impress me every time. I'm excited that we're both into them. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're an impressive group. I just love watching them dance too. That choreography. They're amazing dance. My goodness. Which again, big hit. When I watch dance practice videos from the big hit groups it always stands out to me and not only the how synchronized they are but like if they move an inch they all move an inch if they mm-hmm. when they jump they're always the same height other groups don't have that to that level yeah there's still some individuality in movements with other groups from here you know here and there with the big hit groups they're always perfectly synchronized it's insane it's it stands out the more i watch them and i'm just so impressed so big fan yeah guys i know right wait we've got to talk about our biases yes bias changes did anyone else stand out to you where do you stand on bias and wrecker for an hypen i'm still love jake love 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 his voice he has such a cool look nikki has a very distinct voice yeah those two are still my favorites. What about you? Yeah, Nikki, you can tell sometimes when he comes in. He's got that lower yeah, yeah. tone. Um, mm-hmm. when, they, when they're live, it's so much, it's a lot nicer, like watching the comeback show. Their mics were on. Yeah, exactly, because you hear the colors more. Yes, the distinction. Mm-hmm. Um, he sung is my forever and hype and bias. I'm going to go out there <laughs> and say that. From day one, he stood out to me. He just steals focus. And I love the color of his voice. I also think he's such a dynamic dancer. He's very intense. He's like a silent assassin. He can do it all. And I'm going to call it right now. He's the Jungkook of this group. I thought that the second I saw him in Given and Taken, this is your center. This is the singer. This is the dancer. This is like the whole package. He really is. And I think as they continue to go on that, hopefully that'll become clear to people. He's an all arounder. I'm just always, always drawn to him. I think he's very interesting. Looks wise, personality wise, completely different from Jungkook. But what he kind of brings to the table when he's performing, I'm like, okay, I see you. I also think Jake has such a presence. Jake and Sungwoon to me are my wreckers because they, they both have a presence. I pay attention when they're on screen. I like watching them. Obviously, they all have good voices. Um, I look forward to kind of like hearing the colors of their voices more. Hopefully, we can peel back a little bit of that production. (laughs) Just peel it back. (laughs) We need to hear the distinction. It reminds me of like Monster X with One Day. Mm -hmm. When they perform it, oh. But when you listen to the recording upon first listen, it was hard even for us who are massive fans to tell who was singing. We're getting a little bit of that with and hype into. So yeah. just peel that back a little bit because they're all so talented. You don't need 500 layers of production. You really don't. No, let them. The differences are kind of what excites people and what draws yeah. what draws you to people. And again, to be able to emotionally connect. Yeah. Let's, let's 
peel it back, peel it back. Um, let's play a clip of the song. We've talked about it a lot. I want to hear it. I'm in the mood to hear this. This is Tamed Dashed by Enhypen. so talented oh my goodness those do you hear what i mean with those like they're so cool it's so subtle and just drives the melody i i love this song they seriously in hype and doesn't miss they don't miss like yeah oh wow shout out to them super talented Uh, sky's the limit cannot wait to see what else they do and maybe we'll get to see them on tour one day charity let's hope let's hope (laughs) The rest of the world will get tickets before us, but um, <laughs> nah, we'll see. Uh, they'd be a great show. They're really, really great. And it's fun just to watch them kind of come into their own more, you know, these rookie groups, you can tell they're so nervous and like uptight that first year. Yeah. I'm excited to see these guys exhale and see more of their personalities off screen. I think that's such a gift that T by T's given us. And they're one of the rare ones that I feel like personality wise, they seem so at ease when you watch them in interviews and watch them talk. They have wonderful personalities. They're so chill with bomb goo. You have like the funniest guy in K-pop. I'm excited to watch and hype and come more into their own as they grow and mature. They're so young and they're so talented. Like sky's the limit. Love these boys. Check out the comeback. It's genuinely really, really good. But you know what it's time for, Charity? What is it time for? Our favorite segment of the week. You know what it is. I know what it is. The queendom knows what it is. It's quiz Quiz time. time. Na, na, na. Quiz time, everyone. Good Every time. week, we take a quiz on the podcast. It's something fun. If you're a K-pop fan, I'm sure you're familiar with all these quizzes. The lovely creators of BuzzFeed supply us with tons of K-pop quizzes. So if you'd like to play along with us, please do. There's a link to the quiz we're about to take in the description of the podcast you're listening to. So feel free to play along. We'll post this on our Twitter Comment underneath who you got. We'd love to see the results. Sometimes, like last week, we got the same results, and we were so scared that it was like just going to give everyone the same result no matter what you say. But luckily, with responses from Twitter, we realized okay, (laughs) the quiz is not the quiz is not rigged. Like it's fine. Uh, So it helps us too to see those responses. Plus, it's always fun when you get one of the same results as us. So please take the quiz. Let us know. We're staying on the Enhypen train for this week's quiz. We're doing which Enhypen member are you? So this is a very basic, let's find out personality-wise who we are. Okay, Charity, are you ready? I'm ready. First things first, 
How would your friends describe you? Okay, there are a lot of options for this, everyone. So listen carefully. We'll try to get through it quickly, but also make sure (laughs) we don't speed too quick. Okay, hilarious, shy, outgoing, cheerful, strong, confident, creative, honest, or caring? Probably caring. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I'm going to say outgoing. Definitely. Okay. Which superhero do you relate to the most? Baymax, Thor, Superman, Iron Man, Satama, Spider-Man, Batman, Captain America, or Aquaman? Hmm. Batman. Um, I don't know. Uh... I really have no idea. Um, I will say Superman. That works. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, it's a that tough out. one. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> I, I haven't seen all of those movies. Yeah, me uh, either. I don't know all those stories. There's a couple there I don't know, but I know Batman's origin story. Okay. Which in hype and song would you want to play every time you enter a room? Intro, walk the line. Let me in, 20 cube. 10 months, flicker, given, taken, or outro, cross the line? Um, I would say fever, but that's not a choice. I'm um, given, taken. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to say flicker. I really like flicker. Okay. What's one thing you can't leave the house without? Headphones, sunglasses, a notebook, wallet, chapstick, water bottle, snack, a pen or a jacket? My headphones. My AirPods are always in. Chapstick. I am addicted. I, I have them squirreled away everywhere. That's what happens. The it. more you use it, the more <laughs> you have to use it. Your yeah. lips become con- like, no, seriously. Yeah, no, I know. It's a thing. It's an addiction. I've, I've, I've been addicted for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's one activity you'd like to try? Skydiving, snowboarding, snorkeling, rock climbing, archery, hot air balloon ride, surfing, painting, or go-karting? Um, I have tried all of these actually. Um, so, oh, all of these except hot air balloon. I haven't done that. So I will say that. I want to do surfing. I really want to surf. Yeah, I've done a little baby bit. I can't do it. I like, I'm afraid I'm going to break my face on the surfboard. It was not a good experience. <laughs> Charity's not a super athlete. No. A lot of afraid comes into play with sports, Roger. (laughs) Which Hogwarts house do you belong in? Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, or Slytherin? Slytherin. I don't know what these houses mean. Oh, you'd so, be a Hufflepuff. I'd be a Hufflepuff. Oh, that sounds fun. I like that. I'm, I'll pick Hufflepuff. Yeah, you'd be a Hufflepuff <laughs> or Ravenclaw. I'm going to pick Hufflepuff because it's a funny name. Yeah, I'm a Slytherin. And I tried to cheat like on the quiz so I wasn't a Slytherin because they're kind of like the bad ones. But I still got <laughs> Slytherin. And when I went to yeah. Harry Potter World, the Sorting Hat put me in Slytherin. So. I love it. I am a Slytherin. Um, <laughs> yeah, Gryffindor is like what Harry Potter's in. They're like the brave good guys. Slytherin are more like cunning. Like 
they're brave too, but like in a bad way. And then Hufflepuff are just like nice and Ravenclaw mm. are smart and more shy. You could be Ravenclaw too. Mm, okay. Okay. Anyways, uh, what's your go-to karaoke song? Love Yourself by Justin Bieber. Circles by Post Malone. Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Adore You by Harry Styles. Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Sugar by Maroon 5. Or Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Um, of these songs, I think I would pick Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Same, 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 same. Yeah. Plus, that's just like a fun one. It'll get people yeah. dancing and singing along with you. You have to think of the vibe when you're doing karaoke. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what is your favorite late night snack? Tabaki, chocolate, pizza, fried chicken, ramen, popcorn, ice cream, lamb skewers, or brownies? Pizza. I'm going to say ice cream because I love it so much. Okay, finally, which movie genre is your favorite? Romantic comedy, horror, action, sci-fi, mystery, comedy, animation, musical, or thriller? Romantic comedy. I like thrillers. (laughs) Oh, what did you get? I got he sung. Oh, look at you. My guy. You're the kind of person who lights up every room you enter with your positive mindset, hilarious jokes, and strong work ethic. There is nothing in this world that you can't accomplish. And most importantly, when times get hard, you're the person who inspires others with your uplifting words and strong heart. That's totally you. Yay. I'll totally take it. And I'm psyched because it's my man. So meant (laughs) to be. Okay. (laughs) I got Jungwon. Okay. Although you may be a little shy at first, you're someone who's very strong in their convictions. You can often be found playing the leader or mediator role in your friend group and making sure everyone's voice is both heard and respected. As a result, friends always know they can come to you for sage advice and great hugs. Very true. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. These were really spot on. Great job, BuzzFeed. Thank you to whoever created this. This was, yeah, these were very accurate. That was a fun (laughs) quiz. Really funny. Yeah, I love that. Let us know who you got and if it was accurate for you. Hopefully you had fun playing along. That was awesome. Great quiz. Yeah. Happy with the results. Okay. Moving on. Time to change things up. Our guys, Stray Kids, Queendom knows we're big fans of Stray Kids, and they released a Japanese single recently called Scars. So we have a new song, a new music video, and a whole new bag of emotions to unpack. Emily, what did you think? It's typical Stray Kids. Everything's emotional and intense, you know, and... The song is about pushing forward alone and kind of self-resilience. So I love I love the message and the theme of the song. I love how it opens with Chan saying, I never cry because I know it'll never change. <laughs> yep. Here we go. Let's get into it. Let's <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. And it's so uh vulnerable, like his voice. It's a really nice opening of the song. It's a good song. I like it. I really, really, really do like it. And I think it's very um, effective and really emotional lyrics. Do we think it's a coincidence that exactly four years ago, Elevator was released and this was released on the same day four years later? Um, No. No. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think everything they do is intentional. Yeah. Yeah. And we're sticking with a uh, 
emotional theme. I love Elevator. Elevator is so slept on. I think that's like the song, the music video, the messaging. Oh, oh, yeah, that's great. I love that they do such a good job of taking us on emotional journeys mm-hmm. and kind of putting their experiences into songs. To me, it was like them going through their hardships from being trainees up until now and how intense it was and how they felt. And it even tied into the music video. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. They do everything yeah. so well. Well, and they fit into they the lyrics and kind of the content they put out really plays into the stray kids vibe, you know, being the outsiders, being left out, the whole thing. They're the underdogs. And they play that so well. And it feels so relatable. I love it. I love the lyrics that say like, uh, I bear it all. I'll show it all. And even on the days I feel like throwing up, no matter what happens, I don't care. Let go. Even if I fall, even if I fall, there's hope in the resilience of the message. Like it's like everything sucks and it's so hard, but I'm still showing up and I'm still trying and I'm going to do everything I can to get myself out of this place or to make the group or to, you know, find more success, whatever like the struggle is at that specific time. They do a really good job towing the line between life sucks. I hate it. And everything's going to be okay. And that's like a very specific emotion that many people can relate to and feel. And I, I like the message in that. Even though, you know, I love, like, when it started, I was like, yes, here we go. Why cry? It'll never change. Life is horrible. I was like, ah. Yes, yes. Someone's speaking my language. But I like that it's, okay, this sucks. And I accept that things are bad. But also moving forward with, you know, pushing ahead. I love how intense Chengben and Hyunjin do their <gasps> verses. Oh, Ugh. my God. Like, the back it's it's wonderful so amazing and in the music video we've got to talk about the music video <gasps> yes 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 i yes, love yes, yes. their dance together and Maybe they've had too. those moments <laughs> together before and it always hits it always resonates those two play off each it. other really well the music video felt like a movie to me like it, it kind of reminded me of like the trailer for no easy you know how they were like superheroes and stuff this kind of felt like the origin story to that or something like like, it kind of a mix between like Stranger Things and a superhero movie. This is post-apocalyptic and they're starting over like stray kids wandering around. I guess they find a trailer and start like sending signals. I- I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. As anything they do, I feel that there's multiple meanings. When I was watching it, I kind of, to me, based on this song, was kind of taken it as like they're following this unknown light, not knowing where it would lead them to, but trusting it to take them somewhere good or somewhere other than where they were. And to me, it's like their journey that they're on with their career. They go through these hard times. They do all these different things. They don't really know if it's going to work. They don't really know what's going to happen, but they're trusting the process. They're trusting their instincts. And, and trusting each forward. other. And trusting yeah. each other. The- yeah. There's such a trust there and there's a specific trust in Chan in their leader. Yes. That, yeah. You know, that's the moment he has that quiet moment and then walks out and they all kind of give each other this trusting look and then, then a snapshot is taken. I thought that that was really cool. That snapshot picture at the end. I loved the choreography. I think with songs like this, the choreography can be difficult. It's not necessarily a ballad. There's a lot happening in Scar's 
but I thought the choreography was really cool. I like, what about the outfits? I loved the outfits. Yeah. They look amazing. A lot of black and white, really nice styling. Um, I love that they all had scars on their faces. Oh, the scars. Perfect. Perfect. The whole, the whole, like the whole thing. I really, really enjoyed. It's a strong Japanese single for them. I know they're performing on a big special Japanese show, uh, getting some opportunities there. So career wise, this is great for stray kids as well. What a year they're having. I'm so proud of them. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. Let's play a clip for the Queendom. You can hear what we're talking about. This is Scars by Stray Kids. love how they can convey such emotion always in their songs yeah this one wasn't like of all their emotional songs i don't think scars is my favorite no but but i love it compared to someone else's Mm -hmm. like main release i feel like even their japanese releases which are not usually the big sellers are amazing yeah yeah i like the concept i like the whole the whole thing I mean, Stray Kids don't miss. <laughs> Even when it's really not my favorite sad know, song yeah. they put out, it's still great. It's not bad at all. Uh, I also want to give a huge shout out to Segman for his OST for Hometown Cha Cha Cha. Here Always is climbing the charts. It's doing amazing. It's beating all these groups on the charts. It's like amazing that he has that soundtrack song. If you watch the show, it's like the big song of the series in the most important part his song comes in um, really, really cool. And, you know, it's a big deal for these guys to get those original soundtrack songs. Yeah. So I'm happy maybe non-K-pop fans get to hear how amazing he is as a vocalist. Really, really cool. So congratulations to Segman. Congratulations to Stray Kids. Awesome Japanese release. I hope it does numbers. And Stray Kids have more new music they're going to put out for us before the end of the year. Oh, we get fed. So we get fed being a Stray Kids fan. Stays are getting fed. But yeah, this was great. Congratulations to them. Okay, let's move on to another group. We're going to talk about Golden Child. We've reviewed Golden Child multiple times on the podcast. And their last comeback, Rapapam, was the lead single. Charity and I completely disagreed. I think <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I hated it. I really <laughs> didn't like it. And there were a few songs on the album I didn't like. It was a miss for me. That comeback was a miss. So I've got to admit, I went into the repackage, maybe not super excited. The album repackage is called Dara, D D A R A. They gave us a couple new songs, but obviously the big show here is Dara, the song and the music video. I was pleasantly surprised by this. Charity, let's talk about the song. What did you think? I loved it. Loved, loved, loved. I'm a big fan of like that retro sounding New Jack Swing. And when this song came on, I was like, oh my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. And that beginning with Bowman, his 
acapella thing that you oh. and I, I bet, have stuck in our heads. Yeah. So good. It's really cool. It's very smart. Really Catchy. great opening. And then it comes in with that New Jack Swing 90s beat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was shocked when I heard this. I thought, what is this? I love it. <laughs> I love Yay. it. Bowman start. Amazing. Then that drum comes in and it's only used a few times in the song, but it's like the exact same drum beat as Nirvana smells like teen spirit. Yeah. So it's really, it's yes. really interesting to go from uh, this acapella vocal to smells like teen spirit to new Jack swing in, you know, 10 seconds. And it works. It totally works. I love the beat, the harmonies when they do the Dara part, like that part in the bridge where they do the harmonies. Oh, perfection. It reminded me of Tempo by XO, you know, when they do that part in the bridge. Show off those vocals, boys, please. You have it. <laughs> it's so nice. I loved it. To me, this should have been the single. This should have been the lead yeah. for their comeback, not Ra Pom Pom. Everything about this is perfect and it showcases Golden Child in my opinion, in the best way possible. So I, I agree love with this. you with that. Yeah. I love like this, this better than Rap Pum Pum. And I love Rap Pum Pum, but this to me is just so good. It's so good. And we've got to talk about the choreography and the video. <gasps> oh, the leg flick. Yes. Right. I, I literally wrote the leg choreography, <laughs> quick flicks, very effective. Like those it. flicks, the, the choreography here is so cool. Oh my goodness. So cool. I absolutely love it throughout the music video. I think the choreography is great, but that main part where they start with those leg flicks. Yes. Yes. Really the whole video though. It's stunning. It's yeah. stunning. It's handsome men in suits. And I loved every outfit. The styling here knocked it out of the park. Every single outfit, I was like, yep, looks good to me. Yep, keep it going. Just really nice, different, cool suits. The whole vibe of this is just, I'm so here for it. It was nice to uh, to see them not have to fight for their lives in a music video. <laughs> right. I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need the anxiety. <laughs> Why don't you sit in a beautiful mansion in beautiful suits uh, and do some cool choreography? That's yeah. what I like. The only thing this was missing was rain. I think it would have been nice to yeah. have a rainy night when you go out yeah. into the gardens of the mansion and dance there and do the leg flicks in the rain. That yeah. could have been cool. But maybe otherwise, some shirts flew open. That would also work. Mm -hmm. no. I mean, it's always, it's, you know, that's a guarantee. <laughs> right. You do that. Yep. Takes you from the nine to the 10. Right. Just so you guys know, if we ever have a label, if you're in our label and you're going to have a music video, you're going to be in the rain at some point. It's happening. Yeah. It's getting rainy. <laughs> it's getting rainy. Not, not, not very nice weather where we are. <laughs> Lots of rain. Rainy day. Oof, I don't know what to do. I guess we have to film. I guess we have to film. Time is money, people. Let's go. Um, oh, I digress. Yeah, I, I really, really loved this. I really, really loved this. This is the exact concept and vibe I would choose for them. I think it's yeah. so strong. It's cool, sophisticated, stylish, and sexy. Like This was really, really well done. And it just frustrates me so much 
that they didn't put this out as the lead mm-hmm. single for the comeback to waste this on a repackage. Come on, guys. Wollum Entertainment, come on. Like, this is the direction Golden Child should go in. And the sound, the whole thing, like, this is really a nice fit for them. So I hope we see more of this kind of moving forward. What about the other new song, Oasis, right? That's what, yeah. Yeah. It was an upbeat song. I don't think it added anything to the album whatsoever, really. Yeah, it's fine. It was just like, it was fine. Yeah, it was better than Bottom of the Ocean, but. but. Like, keep Oasis, (laughs) keep it. Like, it's just kind of, Oasis is like a mid-tempo pop song. Yeah. Like, joyful, hopeful sounding. I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Take out Bottom of the Ocean. Yeah. Take that out. Why would you put that out into the world again? Like, oh, one of the worst songs I've heard on a K-pop release. And they, uh, Willem We agreed on that, too. We agreed on that. Willem really (laughs) sabotaged uh, Golden Child Uh, with this comeback. I didn't like Rapapam. I hated the music video. I didn't like, you know, this other song on the album I thought was so bad. And then they come out with this repackage with Dara. And it's like, it makes it more frustrating because it's like, this is perfect. Why haven't they been doing this? Why wasn't this the single? Ugh. I mean, it's growth. I'm happy that they gave gave the guys something this good. But yeah, you can erase Bottom of the Ocean. Dig it out. Dig it out. Didn't, didn't quite work. Let's talk about biases or who stood out this time around. Because my bias is, why is like the lead of this group? I think that's very clear that he's, he's the main guy in Golden Child. He stands out so much vocally. He's Mm -hmm. the one that it comes back to. He's center a lot. Yes. And he had a nice solo dance and part in this one. So he's definitely like the center of Golden Child. And I thought he killed it in this comeback. Anyone else stand out to you? Um, I honestly was watching him most of the time. I, I feel like it was hard not to, but they're all cute. I mean, Bowman looked great. I love, yeah. love him singing. Like, I love that. Da, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah, like, he looks oh, good. Goodness. I like the dark hair. I like the yeah. forehead. And Teg continues to stand out for me. I absolutely mm-hmm. love him. I love his vibe. And I also thought Dehul, with that light blue hair, stole focus a lot in this comeback. He looked great and I found myself going back to him over and over again so those two are right there for me you know who why reminds me of who Tom Cruise really yes well now that I said it just watch you'll see okay okay um he really is you know there's I'm just gonna leave it at that that's who he reminds me I need to go watch again okay okay that's that's who he's the Tom Cruise of Golden Child why is the Tom Cruise a golden child? He's like, well, he's like shorter than some of the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a different nose. I like his nose. I think when you look at them objectively, you may not think he's the most handsome, but he's the one you come back to and he has this like magnetism, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. The fact that you and I both have the same bias and we never do. It's rare. We yeah, do. He's, he just stole it for me. Um, yeah. First time we reviewed them. I'm like, no, who's that guy on top of the bus? Yes. Yeah. Like this guy's the, the sun, but that's it. <laughs> that's like with Tom Cruise. I think objectively, when you look at Tom Cruise, I don't think he's the most attractive guy at all. But when you watch him in movies or you watch him mm-hmm. surrounded by people, watch like 80s footage of him, he's magnetic. There is something yeah. about him that steals your focus and you end up liking him or thinking he's attractive. 
that's I think why why is the Tom Cruise of Golden Child? I'm saying it now. But he's great. And they have a lot of weapons in this group. They're really yeah. talented. They have a lot to offer. I'm so happy they came out with this. This saves it for me. Dara, this is so strong. And I, I just hope that they continue in this direction. Let's keep yeah. going this way. Awesome. Awesome song and music video choreography. Love the performances on the music shows this week. Really strong. We got to play a clip. Oh my goodness, we have to. Okay, yeah. this is Dara by Golden Child. Such a catchy song. Love it so much. I love it. This is a really great song. I'm I'm just so excited because I loved Golden Child. This last comeback I wasn't crazy about. And to have this now, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, this group's great. They deserve a lot of support and respect. So wonderful song. I don't know why more people aren't talking about it. It's so good. The choreography is so good. You guys, show Golden Child some love. Check out Dara. Watch the video. Watch the performances. It's really, really cool deserves all the love in the world and if you want to listen to it right now we make a playlist every week of every song we talk about so link is in the description check it out give it a listen congratulations golden child yeah i love (laughs) it really really well done okay switching things up to a gentleman who's been around for a little bit i think it's safe to say he might be a little bit older we're talking about dong hey from super junior so we have a new release coming from D&E, you know, the, their subunit yeah. from Super Junior. And we're excited about that. And then all of a sudden, the D from D&E, Dong Hae, said, <laughs> hold up, I've got a solo thing I want to put out first. So I feel like this came out of nowhere. It was all of a sudden like, whoa, wait, yeah. what? So Dong Hae from Super Junior collaborated with Gino from NCT to do a song called California Love. What a treat. <laughs> Well, we know how you feel. Gino. No, me neither. <laughs> what a treat. <laughs> what a treat. <laughs> what a treat. Okay. Well, I mean, it's a treat because Gino, like yeah. I wasn't expecting yeah, to have yeah, yeah. him no, on I there. Think so too. That's my main. I yeah. think so. Well, I mean, let's talk about the song though. Was the song <laughs> a trick or a treat? Let's put it that way. I liked it. My expectations are always like, I don't know what to think. Super Junior is, you know, newer to me, not new to a lot of K-pop fans, but newer to me, even though they've been around for a long time. Um, I thought it was like a laid back groove. It was very smooth. I loved Gino on it. I thought he sounded great. Mm -hmm. It didn't have a ton of dynamics. You know, Mm -hmm. it was, it was fine. It was cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I thought it had a really nice vibe and sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, chill, smooth. It's a cool song. Yeah. And I love Gino. I thought when he came in, he brought so much energy and a really yeah. cool swag to the song. He added a lot. This is an example of a feature that adds to the song instead of mm-hmm. detracting. My issue with it, it's too much auto-tune. Oh, God, so much. Too much auto-tune. Let's scale back that T-Pain auto-tune. The whole song, <laughs> it was like... 
I, I, that really didn't work for me. It was too much. It was a lot. You don't need that. You don't need that. Sing. Yeah, you don't need that. It's okay to not have perfect vocals. It's more interesting to not have perfect vocals sometimes. And he has a mature, distinct, cool voice. Let him do it. It's fine. Like this auto tune kind of took that away and it took away the experience for us. So I was I was disappointed with the amount of auto tune. I think it's a cool song and they didn't help him with that. What about the music video though? I love the pink hair. Oh my goodness, right? Oh my yeah. goodness. I am loving That was a treat. Yes. That was a treat. <laughs> the visuals were a treat. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the camera loves this man. Yeah. He looks so handsome. Like, I loved this music video. I loved it. Beginning to end, I was like, mm-hmm. yes, please. He looks so handsome. Love the pink hair. I really liked the styling overall. I thought all of the outfits were cool. The choreography was cool. Uh, Driving around in that vintage Corvette, I loved that. That was really fun. Gino, his suit was really nice. He looked great. They complimented each other really well. I I love the music video. Did you notice that Gino also has the little slit in his eyebrow too? (laughs) Surprise, surprise. Right? Everyone is. If you're an attractive man. (laughs) It's a new thing. You're an attractive man. You have a slit in your eyebrow. (laughs) That's uh, it. Dylan McKay. Yeah. Dylan McKay from 9210. Young. Yeah. Oh, my Nine goodness. Speaking of Young, I don't know if you guys caught Saturday Night Live in Korea last week, but NCT was on, and they killed it. They acted in all the skits. They were really funny and charming, but Young, oh, my goodness. He needs to be an actor. Yeah. That whole, like, K-drama romance stuff that he was doing so killed funny. me. Oh, my God, you guys. Go to Twitter and type in Taeyong SNL. You'll see what we mean. He like slams a girl against the wall. It's it's amazing. So funny. Well, it's the power of the slit in the eyebrow. So good job, Gino. Gino looks great. Gino really is just a breath of fresh air. He always kind of brings energy when he's dancing and in NCT Dream music videos. I just love his whole vibe. I love his demeanor. And it's fun because he has... Such a different feel from Dong Hae. And when they're working together, it's so nice. You know, sometimes different energies and vibes like that can clash. And theirs just feels so nice. I loved it. I want to hang out with them. I want to go to that bar. Like, just looks like a lot of fun. (laughs) What did you think of the B-side, Blue Moon? Again, there's too many effects in the vocals. And I get it. It's SM. You know, we heard some distortion in Sticker. And it worked for me there. Here it was just, there was too much going on. I felt like it, the whole song, it was just a little much. It, it, Blue Moon didn't work for me. Oh, see, I liked it better than I liked the other one. Oh, no. I added it to my playlist because it was just like a fun, upbeat kind of dance song. I was listening to it when I was walking Bubba earlier. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Let's, let's get in this. Well, so this seems like a poll question because I completely did. Yeah, no, <laughs> I really didn't like it. And I liked California Love a lot more than Blue Moon. And I thought it was kind of a wasted opportunity for Mayan. I think she has such a great voice and I like her so much. This club didn't hit the way I was hoping it would. Oh, see, I liked it. No, only one of us can be right. Opinions. Only one of us can be right. <laughs> There's a right and wrong when you're talking about opinions. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We'll see what the queen of things, uh, if they like California love uh, or Blue Moon. 
But it, I mean, it's it's always nice to have a release from him. I love Dong Hae. I'm really looking forward to Super Junior D and E. So this was fun. It was a fun release. Um, yeah, looking forward to what's next. But the music video to me was the highlight of this whole thing. I yeah, really the liked video. the music video made me like the song more yeah it's just an example of like the styling and everything just really really worked it's a really cool music video so if you guys have time check that out should we play a clip yeah let's play a clip of california love by dong hit vibe it's cool it's chill yeah really cool sounding song i like it it's very pleasant again just let's peel back that auto tune a little bit take off the vocal effects it's a cool song congratulations excited for that dna release it's going to be amazing um and i know all the super junior fans are really excited about this and what's to come so lots to look forward to if you're a super junior fan okay let's get to the news there's some stuff happening in k-pop world as always, the boys of NCT 127, they just don't stop. You know, this album has been a massive, huge success for them. And they're releasing a repackage with three new songs on October 25th. They've already started promoting it. All of you fans out there will know. You've seen the pictures online. Oh, my goodness. Like, if they can't look any better, <laughs> here we go. Like, they, they just don't stop. And I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Can't wait for that. 2 a.m. following in the footsteps of their brothers, 2 p.m. 2 a.m. is going to have a comeback. I think it's the first one in like seven years. That comes out on November 11th. So a lot to look forward to there. That's a long time to wait. Uh, expectations are high. So we'll see what happens. Just Be, rookie group Just Be announced their comeback for October 27th. So we'll be talking about that. I love strong rookie groups this year. Epic High just announced a massive North American tour. Tons of locations for 2022. I think it's like March, April, but that's really exciting. It gives me hope that there's going to be a lot of K-pop tours in the United States next year, and we'll have chances to see all of these amazing acts live and in person. It just excites me to see the locations of some of these. Like when Very Very came out, they're going and playing smaller venues in kind of smaller cities in the United States. You know, it used to just be New York, LA. Now a lot of different cities are getting a chance to see K-pop. And that's so exciting, so positive. It gives me a lot of hope for the future of touring here in the United States. So I'm really excited about that Epic High show. What else is going on? Young K from Day 6 enlisted. So wishing him a healthy enlistment. There's been a lot going on with Day 6. Uh, Jay, you know, he's infamous for kind of getting in trouble for speaking his mind on social media. And he did an Instagram live last week that wasn't too positive um, about the future of the group and about kind of JYP and just a lot of stuff. It it really spoke to my heart. It made me feel for him. So I want to give a shout out to Jay and hopefully 
things go well for him. We're fans of him, like specifically uh, a lot of Dave Six stuff. It hasn't re- quite resonated with us, but I think he's super talented and just want to send him some love. Other not so great news. Ace's Chan has also tested positive for COVID. Oh, goodness. I know. So the boys of Ace are struggling with COVID right now. We wish them health and a speedy recovery. It's insane. You know, we forgot to mention within Hypen, they had COVID and they were hospitalized for it. All of the members, um, except for Sunwoo, I believe, were hospitalized. So it's amazing that that was like a month ago. And now here they are doing that choreography and comeback shows and this intense schedule. We hope that they're all feeling better and get through this without any more, um, you know, health issues. That's serious. I can't imagine dancing like that a month after COVID. So shout out to all these guys. We're thinking about you and want you to stay healthy. Uh, My Universe, BTS, and Coldplay dropped out of the top 10. They're number 12 on the Billboard 100. Twice entered the Billboard 100, but uh, I believe they're not in the top 10. They entered, I think, in the 80s. Oh, wow. With feels. So, you know, we've talked about girl groups breaking over here is hard. Uh, that's an example. It's, really hard. it's a good song. It's a really, you know, in English, good song. And they're like 88 or something. So congratulations to them for even getting on the Billboard 100. That in and of itself is a feat. So that's success right there. But it's just telling, you know, BTS has had how many number ones on the Billboard 100 this year. It's hard. What BTS has done on the charts in the United States, it's really hard and really impressive. Uh, Blackpink will no longer accept fan gifts. Oh, okay. okay. After five years <laughs> right? of accepting fan gifts, <laughs> yeah. they made an announcement. No more. That's something in K-pop we've talked about in the podcast that just drives me nuts. These people, idol members, accept ridiculously expensive gifts from their fans. Ridic- and we're not talking like flowers. We're talking about designer clothing, $20,000 purses, like really, Insane. really yeah. expensive stuff. And they don't discourage it they don't give it to charity but it's always like kind of weird to me you know most celebrities when fans give them gifts they kind of discourage it they donate it to charity the last thing they do is pose with a $25,000 bag that someone gave them and thank the fan you know thanks fans love my gift k-pop artists are different that's part of the kind of the culture there they take gifts and a lot of the bigger acts make announcements within like a year of debuting they'll no longer accept gifts uh blackpink never did that and it i know this year it caused kind of some discourse of people being like wait a minute this person doesn't need all this stuff i don't think it's the right look i think it's a little yeah not at that level yeah i don't think that's a good look i think it's a little tasteless in my personal opinion yeah to be doing that uh so you know, that's a whole other discussion. There's a lot going on right now for Jimin's birthday. Happy birthday to BTS's Jimin. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jimin. Uh, but it kind of brings up like fan projects around stuff like this. You know, fans pay a lot of money for giant billboards and light shows and other things mm-hmm. for idols' birthdays. Should that be discouraged too? There's kind of this whole conversation about the worship of idols, you know, they're called idols. They're not pop stars or celebrities. Mm-hmm. It's such a different culture that it's hard to talk about it. It's a different world. Yeah. So my personal opinion is like, you don't need designer clothing from your fans. 
I'll, I'll leave yeah. it at that. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, everyone is free to do what they want, though, with their money and whatever. But if you're a Blackpink fan, they will no longer accept your gifts. So <laughs> take that as you will. Um, I'm sure there's other K-pop news this week. But y'all know, we can't get to everything every week because K-pop moves so quickly. So apologies if we forgot something. We'll talk about it next week. This weekend, there's a lot to look forward to. The K-pop World Festival is happening uh, October 15th. Performances by some of our favorites, including Monster X, Stray Kids, Atiz, The Boys, Espa, the whole cruise there, Charity. So exciting. I love it. That'll stream live for free on KBS's official YouTube channel. Uh, the time will, of course, be rough for those of us in the United States, especially on the mm-hmm. East Coast. But that's just something to look forward to on Saturday. In the Soup BTS, it's coming. We're going to talk about it next week. So excited for that. We love In the Soup. We just got done with 17. Now it's time to go to the woods with BTS. Gladly. I Happily. Oh, I love the words. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just love them. I love going to the words. The woods are a mansion. Yeah, Same well, different. yeah, going to the woods with BTS is a little different. You're not really rough yeah. at it. You're going to mansions. Uh, but that'll be fun. There in the Soup was groundbreaking last year, so we're really looking forward to talking about that. And the thing that has me most geeked out this weekend, Charity, Hyunjin, Artist of the Month, October 16th. You guys, just the preview video has millions of views on YouTube. And I I love what he said. He's like, I wanted to think about, because Artist of the Month, they talk about kind of their whole journey. They show a lot of behind the scenes clips and then they do a big performance. Usually it's to a song from a different group or artist And the artist of the month is the one who has say, you know, in the song, choreography, the whole thing. And he said, I wanted to show a side of me that people haven't seen. And they showed all these clips and he's like, I wanted to show tough, toughness. Ooh. Oh, yes. Yes, Hyunjin. That's perfect. And the styling looks like what him and Chan talked about for red lights. Remember how I said I didn't like red lights as much as everyone expected because I didn't like the styling and kind of the vision. I wanted the black suits with like the fake tattoos, the tough guy mafia thing that they wanted. Well, guess what? Hyunjin's getting to do it for Artist of the Month. <laughs> He's like, finally. Yes, it's going to kill me. I oof. Those BTS tickets didn't kill me. This is going to kill me, you guys. If I'm not here next week... <laughs> That's what happened because, and he chose Motley Crue by Post Malone, which is such a cool song. Oh my goodness. This is going to be a big deal, a big deal for the world, a big deal for K-pop fans, Stray Kids fans, and for all of us, Hyunjin biased. Oof. This weekend, if we get through this weekend, I don't know. I'm, cause I'm expecting Play With Fire really destroyed me. Um. Uh, I don't know. I died during that one and I'm back to life, but this could be the nail in the coffin (laughs) charity. So we'll talk about that next week too. Lots to look forward to this weekend. Before we go, it's time for song of the week. Charity, what's your song of the week this week? My song of the week is dad by golden child. Great choice. Love it. What's yours? Yeah, there were a lot of good songs this week. This was a really kind of positive week. I think we both liked almost everything that we reviewed tonight. I'm going to go with Hype and Boys. I'm going to go with Tamed Dashed. 
is my song of the week. I liked so many songs from the album, but the single is so strong. Why not go with that one? Congratulations to them again for a great comeback. And congratulations to everyone we reviewed tonight. A lot of really amazing quality content. And that just keeps coming when we talk about K-pop. How lucky are we that we do this every week? So lucky. So much cool music. There's just... Ugh pinch myself sometimes because it's so cool to get to do what we do and to connect with all of you so thank you all so much for listening and being part of our listening community the queendom we appreciate you so much anytime we get messages from you and things like that it really does mean the world to us to know you're listening and to know that we've affected your life in any small way it's the coolest feeling in the world so thank you all so much for listening and for being part of this world with us Shout out to all of the amazing K-pop acts that put out this content. We get to review management producers and everyone working their butts off behind the scenes. We may not always agree with it, but we understand the work that goes into this. Really appreciate all of you. Pretty much shout out to everyone except anyone that was involved in the BTS ticketing last week (laughs) for those four days. If you're listening... You are specifically not getting a shout out. You're getting what the opposite of shout out would be, which would be like... (laughs) Like a thumbs down, thumbs down to the individuals involved in that. Everyone else, we love you and appreciate you. Um, Don't think I forgot, Charity. I'll never forget. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Anyways, did I forget anything? No, no. That nailed it on the head. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. We're sending you lots of love and good vibes. We will be here next week, same time and place, new episodes every Thursday. Love you, Queendom. Bye. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.